Welcome to week 22 of podcasting. It's great to be here again to share together some of life's simple principles that we already know, but perchance we just need a reminder or that aha moment. Again, welcome to the 22nd podcast where mundane meets mastery, coming to you from the northern hemisphere of the beautiful continent of Europe. I am your host, Beryl Aseno Nyamwange. Today we took some time to watch a documentary on life under the oceans. What a world. Indescribable colors of fish and other creatures, of corals and reefs in all shapes and sizes. The geology under our feet is full of dazzling color. Amazing formation, fascination, beauty and function that the human mind will never, never fully fathom. It took the focus of someone's time and camera to let us in on this under-the-ocean's world. I hope that in your quitting journey, you find focus. It is easy to get distracted. There is so much going on around, right? So much to see, so much to hear, so much to try, so much to hope for, so much to do and so much to wait for. Hey, Come to the arena where the little things are the big things, where everyday living is the best life, where everyday has something worth highlighting, where boredom is taken to the boardroom of the mind and comes out bearing rich thoughts that build hearts' walls. Here we speak potential, inspiration, edification, eat the pie, taste the sweet and savory in the world of words and growth. Here we are becoming. Proverbs 16.23 says, The sweetness of the lips increases learning focus quitting as focused love in a world of social media i think of photography as i looked at the intricate patterns of the creatures under the sea i imagined the focus of the lenses that took those shots there must have been some stillness of posture involved the cameraman does not wish for blurry images caused by sudden movement It has to be totally clear to the viewer. Quitting as a season of focus. How easy is that to focus? Now we have two lovely friends who love to go scuba diving. I still need courage for that though. (laughs) But my husband wants to give it a try. The farthest we have gone is shark diving in South Africa. And that was quite something. And snorkeling on the beaches of Thailand. I tell you, God's creation remains amazing. Nevertheless... I am often the restless one whose hands are clumsy. And right now I hear my mother's voice calling me in my childhood saying, Focus! As I carry the glasses to the kitchen after the visitors have said their goodbyes. If it's hard on children, it's probably harder on adults. Let's find out. Quitting as focused love to focus. The center of interest or activity. It's a focal point, a central point, a backbone, an anchor. Center of attention to focus the state or quality of having or producing clear visual definition. Exactly, like in photography. Nothing cloudy is desired. Nothing foggy, just plain old clarity. However, we cannot focus without light. Hold on to that thought. Ahmad married a beautiful girl. He loved her so much, so very much. One day she developed a skin disease. Slowly she started to lose her beauty. 
It so happened that one day her husband left for a tour. While returning, he had an accident and lost his eyesight. However, their married life continued as usual. But as days passed, she lost her beauty gradually. Blind husband did not know this, and there was not any difference in their married life. He continued to love her, and she also loved him very much. One day she died. Her death brought him a great sorrow. He finished all her last rites and wanted to leave that town. Then a man from behind called and said, Sir, now, how will you be able to walk all alone? All these days your wife used to help you, he replied. I'm not blind. I was acting because if she knew I could see her skin condition due to a disease like what she had, it would have pained her more than her disease. I didn't love her for her beauty alone, but I fell in love with her caring and loving nature. So I pretended to be blind. I only wanted to keep her happy. What's the moral of a story like this? When you truly love someone, you will go to any extent to keep your loved one happy. And sometimes it is good for us to act blind and ignore one another's shortcomings in order to be happy. The beauty will fade with time for sure, but the heart and soul will always be the same. Love the person for what or who they are on the inside, not from the outside. Like the man who married a beautiful girl with a skin disease, but was actually not blind. The kind of focus we need in our quitting is not physical eyes, but vision. Where do we find this? This is available in the first place, finding God's presence. This is the place where our true eyes are opened. We too are losing our beauty gradually. We get old, we die, but the promise remains. In 2 Corinthians 4.16, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Our greatest renewal, however, is that of the mind. And here we are reminded in Romans 12 too, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. With this kind of renewal, our focus remains sharp because we're not focusing on outward appearances or present circumstances, but on the providences of God, often coming upon us, actually, as pleasant surprises, blessings, testimonies, even tests and trials that can lead to triumph. Are you struggling with a job opportunity you have waited for so long? Let your patience be renewed. See your lack of a job, let me say, through new lenses, through a new vision. Are you longing for a life companion and time seems to be running out? Let perseverance be renewed. See you're waiting through the eyes of growth. It could be your chance to develop, in, in, to develop yourself in certain aspects of your life. Business profits looming low? Endure. And count your losses as you make them work for you by knowing where to make improvements. Maybe a new strategy is coming into view as you peek through to see what may have gone wrong. And one day, this quitting moment will die. There will be new opportunities for a new season of quitting and new growth. 
Number one is find God's presence. He sees your skin condition. Those things that touch you so deeply. The emotions that come to the surface when quitting is hard. The feelings that rise within when you wonder when it's going to happen. He says, come unto me, ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He touched the sick and the faint them days. He still touches. Remember, if we don't know our origins, then our destiny remains unknown. Don't you think so? The starting point will always be, where did I come from? And how does that affect where I'm going and where I am right now? Secondly, remember, this little love story here, this love was unconditional. It was not blind love. The man in our story, and that his wife died, and that soon after that, a friend asked him, how will you be able to walk all alone? All these days your wife used to help you. What did the man reply? I am not blind. I was acting because if she knew I could see her skin condition due to her disease, it would have pained her more than her disease. I didn't love her for her beauty alone, but I fell in love with her caring and loving nature. So I pretended to be blind. I only wanted to keep her happy. What's point number two after finding God's presence? Now, the fulfillment of the promise is already done for you. Focus on seeing that, on spotting that reality, that the fulfillment of the promise has already been done. Could it be a matter of time and that the desire will be fulfilled? Sometimes it is that, but sometimes it is more. While we wait, we need to engage. If it's a job I'm looking for, you know, to get, I need to work to ensure I qualify and can perform well when given the opportunity. Are there short courses I probably need to take since that last academic degree we took seven years ago. If it's a business that is failing, could it be that the business plan needs to change? The last one we wrote four years ago needs a new touch and revision. And maybe this time, maybe this time a small board to help you with decision making? If it's a relationship we're desiring, have our attitudes changed since the last disappointment we faced? If not... We're likely to face a stream of disappointments because perhaps we failed to learn from the past. If it is sickness that we have battled with for a while, have we changed the habits that may be propelling that inflammation? Or we are adamantly convinced that we all die anyway? I think the latter thought may be unbecoming to living a happy and influential life that is a blessing to others. The promise is already fulfilled, but we have a role to play. Let's remember that in our quitting, that we need to find his presence. He's already there. How far have we moved? We need to know the fulfillment of the promise is a done deal. We need to cooperate daily. Have we cooperated today? And now to fuel our passions. Our focus must be on something we are delighted to engage with as we wait. Quitting does not make us idle. We got a life to live, ambitions and dreams, desires and plans, goals, objectives and priorities. Passion. We have passion. What is passion? It is that innate longing in our hearts to achieve something that we're designed for. When it comes to passion, obstacles are but fuelers of dreams. Trials are but steps towards the achievement of the desire. When it comes to passion, delays are not denials. Failure is not final. Mistakes are not messy. 
when it comes to passion. Money is not an obstacle. Hindrances are not seen as such. Hurdles are in fact staircases that lead us to the horizons we so long to reach and see. What are you passionate about? Teaching? Knitting? Administration? Leadership? Coaching? Cooking? Traveling? Reading? Journaling? Public speaking? Helping children? Helping the elderly? For something to act as a fuel, it comes with the element of warmth and light. But fueling does not happen on its own. Our very own hands must supply the heat. That means our very own attitudes must propel the reaction we want to see. If it's teaching, let us start with what we have as we look forward to what we hope to do. It is not about how big your sphere of influence is, but how penetrating that sphere is with values that can grow others and be a benefit to society while impacting the world for God's glory. Start small. Is there a kindergarten that needs a volunteer? Most likely so. If it's knitting, you're afraid of that one piece you made that doesn't look so aligned. Post it on social media today and get used to the criticism that will fuel your growth. There's room enough for growth as we wait. Prepare a dish and invite friends, a few friends, to try your new menu. Since you're new, found an exciting plant-based lifestyle. Use these opportunities to brainstorm with like-minded people and focus on growing your areas of strength. Like the not-so-blind man in our story. His focus was on loving his bride, who had a terrible skin disease. Like the moral in our story, if you truly cherish your passion, you will ignore negative criticism. You will embrace the positive ones that keep on pursuing your goals with you. And your focus will be on your outcomes. Negativity fades with time, just like beauty. But the inner passion, as long as we continue to pursue our dream, is renewed as we maximize our opportunities. Love the gift that God has placed in your hands. Use it to benefit others and to grow yourself while you wait. I started this episode by telling you about the beauties of the world underneath our feet, unfathomable, incomprehensible, and inexhaustible. I shared about the need to have the right lenses in order for the cameras to capture what we see on our screens. The importance of focus as we wait is critical. But I also know that focus is easy to lose, but it can be easy to sustain if our lenses are clear and our goal is clarity. Now, I am not certain what you're waiting for or the questions you're asking, but some of those could be, I think I have focused for so long, but I don't see outcomes. What is wrong with me? I think I have done my best to focus, but I still feel beat up. What should I do? How long does it take before I can get this desire fulfilled? Are there specific ways in which to focus as I wait? Why is it so easy for me to get distracted? I cannot answer all these questions. I cannot even pretend to know the answers. But if the length of time is the question in your experience, a track record of your achievements and plans would be a lens through which you would look and see where change needs to happen. If doing your best is what you feel you have done, then maybe 
It's time to link up with people of like mind and team up and learn from their experiences. You may just see where you need to improve. If outcomes are your yardstick, then you may need to know where you set your beacons of success in the first place. Maybe they need to move. If uncertainty is the overwhelming factor, then maybe you need to find the true stories in your life precisely and see how they have shifted your compass. If you're looking for specific ways to make a change, then document the very ways you have tried and failed, the lessons you learned, and how you can change course for better results. If destruction is the headache, then you may need to document how you spend your hours each day, starting today, and see where time is lost and how to regain it back. Dear listener, Focus is important in our quitting journey. We can't afford to lose it. And if we perhaps happen to, we need to grab it back on track quickly by finding God's presence he has promised to guide, knowing that fulfillment of the promises has already happened and our part is to play our part and that we need to fuel our passions with the light of God's love and the spread of the warmth towards humanity. I will close this with a re- reflective poem to remind us how special we are. I ask you, who am I? My first response is to call out my name. Oftentimes, defined by what the eye sees. When others look, what do they see? Sometimes just a rough sketch? Hidden doubts? Maybe? Who are we? Now, it's not about worldly reputation. He who made us understands. He sees our sitting and where we stand. When others focus on our reputation, he sees our character formation. Still working on us. He sees where we are right now. Molding us every day as we bow. Until we reach where he wants us to arrive. Who are we? Tell me. We come to learn to have a sense of self-worth. Not to be mollified by small hearts, being overly sensitive to people's words as though they were our life's load, presenting ourselves in a manner to please everybody. No, we are fearfully and wonderfully made with attitudes that are tameable, minds that can be helped to have the mind of Christ. We can be hid in Christ. Let us go to him for our life's quest. Let us find his presence. And in his presence is the fulfillment of his promises. And in the fulfillment of his promises, our passions are fueled. Dear friend, many questions come when it comes to waiting. Waiting is hard business. I keep saying that. It's not easy. But it's doable. It's bearable. In fact, it can give our lives more spark than if everything went our way. I don't know what you're waiting for. Like I said, it could be a job, a child, a parent. I don't know. One thing I know is the place to begin is finding God's presence. Without knowing our origins, it will be difficult to find our way. It is important to know and to have that reality in our minds that the fulfillment of the promise is a done deal. Ours is to play our part. And also, 
to realize that our passions are real. They are within us. We need to fuel them. And that fueling calls for the use of our hands, our attitudes to bring that fire, to bring out that spark. Nobody is going to excite my passion for me, for me to carry it out. It has to spring from within so that I am able to express it and be a blessing to humanity. So whatever you're waiting for, have focus. Be strategic. Have focus. Find his presence. Know that the fulfillment of the promise is a done deal and fuel your passions. A modern life is easily distracted. A life of mastery is focused like that blind man who was not blind. He had vision. Until next Wednesday, goodbye.